Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Podcast, the place where two random guys get together to share their revelations from the Word. This is your host, Josh, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Aina. We hope this episode encourages you. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Podcast. Uh, my name's Josh, and I'm joined by Aina. And Hello. And it's been a long, long, long while. I can't remember yeah. how many weeks um, since the last episode. I, I don't guess. think, uh, I think it's been months. Yeah. It's been uh, months. Aina has been living in sin for the past yeah. few months. So, so we need someone to blame for our delay. So we can blame <laughs> me nah, this week, this yeah this, so this time i take the fall yeah so he's taking but, the fall i was sitting yeah. last last week it was him this week no. <laughs> just kidding you mean but. last last month it's been months oh, my bad, since man. we posted the last <laughs> it's not just a but, week you know you know during the first episode we said that we're not going to force ourselves to come yeah. up with content right so we're just going to let it naturally overflow and so just this time around it took three months for it to overflow, overflow and now yeah. now yeah. now we're back and now we're back we're, yeah and today uh, we are talking about obedience. Yeah. It is something that I'm incredibly passionate about and something that I've been studying and, and struggling with. But I think it's something so important for all of us to sort of understand and apply in our lives. Because yeah. without obedience, we miss out on a lot of what God wants to do in our lives. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah so, and, uh, so this graphic that we're going to uh be discussing or basically the revelation we're discussing is a graphic that uh enough uh created and posted on our instagram again if you're not following that's uh kingdom.revelation k-n-g-d-m.revelation and it's just a very simple graphic with very simple words on the very front of it which says don't rationalize obedience and so i'm gonna let enough take the floor and just explain what was going through his head when he wrote down yeah. the words, don't rationalize obedience. Yeah, so a little context to the story was uh, a few, probably a year ago, I was driving my parents' car and I and I bumped it. Uh, it was very slightly, nothing happened. And, and so in my head, I was like, oh, I don't need to tell them. Nothing really happened. There was no damage. It was a very simple, you know, move on with life kind of thing. And, and for a solid week, I was battling with the idea of telling my parents and I, and I kept saying, no, there's no need because nothing happened. And then I was reading a book and the author of the book shared a verse in Jeremiah chapter 13. And in that passage, it talks about how God instructed Jeremiah to do all these like weird things. He like God told him to buy a linen cloth and then go and bury it. And then two weeks later, go unearth that cloth and do something with it. And it was just such a weird story. And I was reading it thinking like Jeremiah obeyed without question. He didn't even go, why God, that makes no sense. Why do you want me to buy a cloth and bury it? Right. And, and what's so amazing about the story is that after Jeremiah follows all of God's instructions, suddenly God gives Jeremiah a vision or a revelation on what he's about to do to the nation. And God used the illustration of this cloth being buried and taken out as as an example for what's about to happen to the nation. And so I was like, whoa, that's crazy because Jeremiah obeyed without question. Jeremiah did what God's told him to do. 
And as a result, God spoke to him about something prophetically about the nation. And it, and it made me go, whoa, you know, because, because our natural tendency when God tells us to do something is always go, why God? Mm, why yeah. do you want me to do it? Right? We're always trying to figure out what's on God's mind and we'll only do it if it makes sense to us. Right? But when has God ever operated in a way that it makes sense to his people? So many times throughout the Bible, we see God doing things that made no sense in the moment. But as he, as he unveiled his plans, you go, whoa, okay, yeah. now I understand. And so, so for me, the don't rationalize obedience really came from a place of, hey, if God told you to do something, stop trying to figure out why and just do it. Because once you do it, you'll realize that God had a plan and God wanted to do something through it. Maybe he was just testing your willingness to obey him. Or maybe he needed you to do something so that he could speak to you about something and show you something. Yeah, or it could be preparation for, you know, something that he wants you to do but you don't have all the pieces yet so of course you can't yeah. really make out what it is that that he's asking you to do but you know just just go through the process trusting him that you know he's yeah. not gonna ask you to do something ridiculous without really any purpose and yeah. Yeah. and i i wanted to expand on this idea not just in the negative sense where and we ra- we rationalize obedience in a way that okay if i don't understand why i'm not going to do it and so that's the common like, you know, where you could understand it and be like, yeah, if I don't understand it, I'm not going to do it. But the other way also is sometimes you rationalize it so that we do it. So say, for mm. example, God says, you know, drive, drive your car and go like 30 miles. And, and you'd be like, oh, God's telling me to do this because he's, he's going to make me stop at a gas station and meet someone. And so we start rationalizing it. And the reason why I'm saying try not to be in that mindset is because you're now going into obedience with the yeah. mentality of oh because this is what god's gonna do specifically yeah. but really i think our heart towards obedience should be i'm doing this because god said so that should be yeah. a, a, at least as followers yeah we need to come to a point where that's enough that yeah. or do we do we really have faith if we'll only trust god if it makes sense to us or if we make sense yeah. of it ourselves so yeah I, I wanted to add that layer because you know sometimes it's a negative and we're asking god why but sometimes now we're giving it a why and, yeah, um, it didn't yeah. really come from God. So yeah. we need to be, um, what's the word? We need yeah. to be wary of that as well. Yeah, yeah, very true. And another thing I said in this in this post on Instagram is it's easy to say yes to God with the significant things, right? Mm. God saying, hey, there's a new job for you, so you need to take this new job. It's easy to do that because you know God's got good plans for you, right? But in our lives, he is often looking for a yes in the seemingly insignificant Mm, things because the little steps of insignificant obedience is leading to his revelation of something significant, Mm, right? And, And I think that's actually so powerful because it's faithfulness in the little that Jesus looks for, right? It's like, would you be faithful in the little things? Would you say yes to God for the little insignificant things that you don't think matter much? Will you say yes to that? Because if you can say yes to that, God is actually 
and trusting you with more and will do more with your life and show you more because you chose to say yes to something so small and seemingly insignificant. And it actually reminds me of a something that happened to me just about a month ago. Um, so it's, every a good morning, re- it's a good thing we delayed this because you'll have yes, a story to tell. Yes, there I wouldn't go. have to have this story three months ago. <laughs> yeah, so about a month ago. So my routine every morning is I wake up, I shower, I make myself a cup of tea, I sit down and I read my Bible. That's like, it happens every single day, like clockwork. And there was this one morning I had woken up, I showered, I went down to the kitchen to make tea. And I suddenly felt in my spirit that I shouldn't make tea. And okay, this this, this sounds so weird because I, so in my head, I was like, why would God tell me not to make tea? That makes no sense, right? Is this even God? And so I just, I paused for a moment and I was like, wait, is this, am I hearing this properly, right? And I really felt like, yeah, I, I, I was being instructed not to make myself a cup of tea. And so I said, okay, I sat down, I moved out of the kitchen, I sat down at the table. And then I felt the peace and I knew, okay, I had done the right thing. And as I'm reflecting, reading the Bible, I suddenly feel God speak to me about how he is about to change how my routines look like in my life and how I'm entering a season of things of being changed, things beginning to change. And I realized that that simple act of not drinking my tea, God used to speak to me about routines and help me understand that this is what he wanted to do next in my life. Right. And so after that, I was like, oh, okay, now I can drink my tea. And so I made myself a cup of tea. Right. But it was that just that simple thing that made me go, okay, like sometimes God really does want you to do things yeah. that seems th- that make no sense, right? But when you choose to obey it, he actually either speaks or he does something and it's really worth it. And yeah. so that's why I always encourage people, stop questioning and stop asking God why, because God's all knowing. You don't know more than God does, right? Oh, yeah, he knows more sure. about he knows more about your life than you. And so stop trying to figure out why God tried to get told you to do mm, something yeah. and just do it. He's God, <laughs> right? And like when we obey him, look throughout the Bible, every time people have obeyed him, he's done something great. Life was never easy. People were thrown into prison because of their obedience to yeah. God. But as he, as people obeyed, great things happened in their life. They were filled with joy, peace, and all of that. And obedience is always worthwhile. But the struggle is always figuring out why God. And sometimes you won't even understand why for days, weeks, months, Mm -hmm. and maybe even years. But eventually I am pretty confident that God will reveal to you why. And then you'll go, okay, it was worth sacrificing and taking that step of obedience because I realized the importance and I realized what it did for me. Yeah. And I want to add to that with two things. And then after that, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. But uh, I wanted to add with one, the story of David. Uh, I know yeah. super common story with, with a lot of learnings and all that. But what I got from that was, you know, he just took the step of obedience of like all of his brothers went to battle and he's like, mm-hmm. stay, stay in, yeah. in with, with the sheep. In the same yeah. way, all of his ba- brothers were in battle and, and his dad was like, okay, go go give them some sandwiches. I don't know if it's really sandwiches, but go bring them some food. And so yeah. these, these little things that he didn't know were preparing him for his destiny. So when he was shepherding the sheep, he learned how to use a slingshot, which he eventually yeah. will be using to defeat Goliath. Yeah. 
But he yeah. wouldn't be at the point to defeat Goliath if he didn't bring those sandwiches to his brothers and overheard that. And so if we really look at the big moments in probably most of the characters in the Bible, the pivotal moments in their lives were not based on big, big, big origin stories. They're usually yeah. really small, yeah. like like yeah. going on an adventure, bringing sandwiches, uh, taking care of the sheep, you know, learning how to play the harp. Uh, when he was a kid yes. and and, and yes. he didn't know that it would come into play when he would eventually you know soothe the soul of Saul that was being tormented by an evil spirit and so these little things were sometimes we're not even going to fully know the 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 grandeur of of the impact of those little acts of obedience sometimes yes. it's going to be something that will impact the generations to come yeah. you know i i look at I look at the disciples and you look at their lives. They, they just continually obeyed and they never yeah. see the full fruits of it. Like somebody yeah. maybe like Paul wrote the letter and he's like, okay, I've impacted all these people. And he said, this is the fruit of my obedience. But no, a teenage yeah. son who went home after being in rebellion because he read a passage in, in the Bible yes. written by Paul, that's the impact of yeah. obedience. And we need yeah. to see things that way that whatever little we have, God will multiply if we're going to give it to him. Yeah. If we're going to yep. give it fully. And so that's the first yeah. thing. The second thing is really, it's a heart thing. And I said it earlier, and I'm just going to say it again, that we need to obey God for obedience sake, not obey yes. God because of what will happen. Because yes. what, for one, is that really a heart surrendered if it's going to be conditional obedience? Yeah. To be like, okay, yep. God, I'm going to obey you because you're going to do this for me or you're yeah. going to do this for my family. So that mm-hmm. that's one. It's not surrender, but really... Uh, another aspect of looking at it is if we obey with the expectation of something happening and it doesn't happen, we'll blame we're God. We're disappointed. For, we're yeah. disappointed. We'll blame God. But yeah. if you just say, God, I will obey whatever you say and you take care of the rest. I don't think yeah. we'll ever be disappointed because you know what it says in uh, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. I'll end with this. I'll throw it back to Anath. I kind of want to challenge him. If he could su- summarize <laughs> yeah. his entire thoughts in one sentence, kind of a one-liner okay. takeaway. But yeah. I'll end with this verse. Uh, well, two verses technically. But 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, which says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has conceived what God has for those who love him. And so now what qualifies you as loving God? Again, he says in John, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. So again, it's tied to obedience. But what does that obedience yeah. bring? It brings yeah. a plan no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has even imagined. And so let's stop trying to imagine what God has in store for our obedience and just yeah. obey fully. Because yeah. if, if your mind can't imagine it, how great can it be? Really, yeah. really great. Yeah. Because our mind can imagine such great things, and yet we can't even reach um, in our thoughts, which is practically infinite what god has planned for us so obey for obedience sake i love that that's actually such a great way of summarizing it and the way i would also say it is obey because god said so and nothing else right because he 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 is god and how (laughs) dare we question what he wants to do because he is god and he has called us to pick up our cross and follow Mm. him he has called us to die to ourselves right and be all for him and so your life is not meant to be comfortable your life (laughs) is not meant to be you know go to church on sunday and enjoy the presence of god and do whatever you want throughout the week your life you are called to give your everything to god and what the the best part about following god is he doesn't he always reciprocates it with something else right he honors 
your obedience. We It may not look like the way we expected it. He may not make you rich because you obeyed, but he will bless you. And that's the beautiful yeah. part of walking with God is he, nothing is wasted and nothing is thrown to the side. He will honor you, yeah. but you obey because he is God, not because you want to get something out of it, mm. right? Yeah. Um, he is God and we need to honor our holy God and do what he calls us to do. And at the end of it, we will look back and say that was worth it because I know that God had plans for me. I know that God um, was just in control of everything. And so I'm going to obey God, number one, because he is God. Yeah. But number two, because I know that he's got better ways, better thoughts, better plans. And I would rather put my life in his hands than my limited uh, sinful yeah. hands. Yeah. Well, there you go. That was more than one sentence, but I think that was beautifully Whatever. summarized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so in closing, I just want to say that if you're struggling to obey something that God had told you to do, just do it. It's like, it's like, there's nothing else I can say. Just do it. I know it might be hard. I know it may not make sense, but he is God and he's not going to say something just for the sake of saying it. He's got purpose. And so trust him. It's always an act of faith. Trust him and obey. Yeah. And the second thing is if you've already obeyed and it's been a while and you're just like, God, why, why did you make me do that? Because I'm still hurt. I'm still upset. Um, I've got friends who are going through that and still trying to figure out why God told them to do it. And they question whether it was from God in the first place. But if that's you and you're still figuring out why, just know that sometimes it, it'll, it'll never happen according to our time. Yeah. And so wait on God and eventually just be faithful with whatever he's called you to do right now. Trust him and just wait and you'll see why he made you do it. All right. So that's today's uh, episode on the Kingdom Podcast. If you have any revelations on this passage or on obedience, please do share them with us. You know, maybe you could share the the Spotify, uh, what is that? The Spotify link on your Instagram and, yeah. and and write a one liner of what you're able to take away from this. Again, our Instagram is at kngdm.revelation. We're so happy yep. that you're able to join us, and we just really want to encourage you to spend the next. I don't want to say week because I don't know when we'll be back, but spend the next. <laughs> few days, weeks, or months, really just seeking out God's revelation in your everyday life. All right. So yeah. that's it for me. That is it. Thank yeah. you for joining us on episode three of King the Kingdom podcast. Yeah. And we'll be back eventually for episode four. four. Right. <laughs> Have See a guys. great time. See Bye. ya. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the podcast. To see our posts before they're talked about here, visit our Instagram page at kingdom.revelation. That's K-N-G-D-M dot revelation. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we encourage you to seek God's revelations in your own life. See you soon.